Welcome to the Radio Plasma Podcast, a space dedicated to the exchange of ideas, conversations, stories, music, performances, and randomness. Listen at radioplasma.com. Also available on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. I'm your producer and host, Johan Rashivega. Today, we're going to talk about politics, local politics, a topic of most interest for our community. And this year definitely is going to be very active in our city of Holyoke. For that purpose, today we're going to talk about a person that is interested to make a change and improve many aspects in our city. So today I want to welcome Deborah Aloisi. Hi, thank you. So my name is Deborah Aloisi, and I'm running for city council at large in Holyoke. This is going to be an important election because we're going from eight seats to six. This is a, a, a time when people are becoming a little bit more active and paying attention and hopefully paying attention to what's going on both on the local level, the state level, and the national level. So I'm very excited to get involved. Rather than complain about things, I'd rather be involved and find solutions rather than tell people what I don't want. And that's what I encourage the community to do, and I hope to facilitate those types of conversations. So one of the things that it is important to start talking about is your involvement with the community. You have been very active in different aspects of the everyday happenings in the city. So for let people know about you, about what's the work you've been doing. Sure. Can you tell us a little bit about your background and uh, the activities that you've been doing for the past years here in Holyoke? Sure. I've been in Holyoke for the past 10 years. I've switched careers from middle management positions to social work. And I started off by volunteering in a shelter at the Friends of the Homeless Shelter. And that led to a career as a clinical case manager in the shelter. I wound up getting my master's degree in social work. And now I'm working for Providence Behavioral Health Hospital at the Methadone Maintenance Treatment Program in Opiate Addictions. Um, I've worked with individuals, families, children, communities, interagencies as far as dealing with the problem of homelessness in Hamden County. So those are some of the things that I have in my background. Do you have any further questions? Sure. Um, well, I'm also aware of the, your involvement with many happenings and different things involving politics, local politics. Sure. I, I am on the uh, co-chair for the Commission on Disabilities. And some of the things that we've started to do, um, I have volunteered for various campaigns, Aaron Vega's campaigns, Alex Morse's campaign, and some of the city council people that were running from the last couple years, in, in the last couple years. So I've learned a lot about campaigning just by watching from the successes and failures of others. And so I feel like I've, I've got an opportunity here to, to figure out how would I want to run my campaign. I would want to run it early. I would want to get out there, and especially seeing as it's an at-large seat with many incumbents, it's really important to start knocking on doors and reaching out to people, which is something I really like to do. Um, it's interesting to find people right where they're at, and they will tell you in the most comfortable way what their views are when you're right on their doorstep. So it's, it's a good experience. After being present and supporting others' campaigns, so you got that feeling of what is successful, what is a failure. What were the factors for you to decide, I'm going to run myself now? 
The factors simply are that I've, I've been looking and watching and going to the city council meetings, and it seems that everybody has the goal of making the city of Holyoke a better place. They have very different ideas of how to do that. And on, there are times when they work very well together, and there are other times when it seems like the most basic issues, they're not working well together at all, just to get some basic things done. Um, I think that most of the time, they do try to do the best that they can to come together and listen to the opposing side of you. But the, the problem is, I think there's so much posturing as far as, and let me explain what I mean by that. There are so many people that are trenchant in their positions that I, I'm afraid that those other agendas get in the way of coming up with some really great ideas. There are times when the opposing side has some really great ideas and they're not hearing each other. One example could be, we want more business in Holyoke. We want to take care of vacant structures. We want fewer vacant structures. We are aware that this attracts a lot of activity that we don't want in the city. Essentially, keeping vacant structures around keeps heroin $2 a bag in Holyoke. That's just my knowledge of what's going on because the spots keep on changing, etc. What I'd like to see is more businesses come in, but how do we get attract those businesses? We know what we don't want in our city. But do we know what we want in our city? Do we know how we are going to zone these areas in our city? And sometimes not making a decision is probably the worst course of action that you could take for things to continue the way that they are or continue to fall apart. So those are the things that I'm seeing mostly and why I want to get involved. I would really like to see more collaboration with all the stakeholders in the city of Holyoke to develop Holyoke to provide jobs and opportunities for people. So in this case, since you're running for councillor at large, definitely this is something crucial to keep an eye on everything that is happening, not only on specific wards or specific areas in, in the city. So definitely that you are pointing out the situation that is happening with vacant spaces and the problems that this brings. And also, I definitely see this connects with your experience, your professional development. I guess now is the time to ask about what is your platform, what are your, your plans, what are your priorities for boosting this change? My priorities are to get the stakeholders involved and start to talk about the commonalities of what's going on so that we can start making decisions to move forward. That's basically my platform. I think the big elephant in the room that we never talk about is the opiate problem. And it seems to me the more that this problem is suppressed, the worse that it, the worse it gets. I will always be framing every question in the terms of, are we doing enough to address this issue in terms of providing opportunities for people, for people to feel less depressed, to, for people to feel less trapped by poverty, for people to feel like there are more opportunities available to them, Those are things that I'll always be thinking about. Are we keeping heroin $2 a bag by making this decision? Those are the questions that will be constantly going through my mind as we go forward. So if we're not making decisions to make changes, are we keeping things exactly the way they are or, you know, allowing them to become worse? So those are the things that I really want to put forward as, as part of my platform. I would love for the city to be a great place where people can find recovery if they have an addiction problem. 
get a job, get some decent housing, and have a great life as being one of the best places to have a great life and be a great place to live regardless of where you live, whether that's on Canal Street or up towards Ward 7, regardless of where you live. I think it's very important that we make this place and make all ships rise with the tide here, bringing everybody along in changes that, that would support them. A lot of people are saying, well, people in various communities aren't doing enough for themselves. Well, I see a lot of people wanting to do something for themselves. It's just how do we make those changes work for each area? And how do we include the best ideas from everyone and make a decision together that will best impact those areas? One of the aspects that I believe is going to be another issue in discussion with this transition on city council is the representation of councilors at large in proportion to the population of the city. So it is an issue that is not represented properly or accordingly to the needs of the community. But let's say for a moment, if we go beyond that part of the representation of who you are, it is the work you do, and how do you engage with everybody in the community? So how do you see this engagement, especially with the South Holyoke area, with the Hispanic and Puerto Rican and Latino community in, in the city? I think it's very important for people to feel like they have somewhere to go to voice their opinions and bring their ideas. There are a lot of hardworking people in Holyoke that do not take enough credit for the work that they do. They do not charge enough for the services that they provide, and I see this a lot happening in the Hispanic community. They're bashful about coming forward, and when they do, they're very frustrated because they haven't come forward in a long time. I would like to have that open door of communication where people are able to come and talk about things beforehand and not feel like they're, they're constantly dealing with a crisis, but they actually have a hand in turning around their communities. A lot of people have some really great ideas, and they're working in silos, separate from each other. They're not working together with each other to make things happen, and I would love to afford those opportunities to have some pieces fall together so that change can happen. So those are some of the things that I see. What do you think it will be the biggest challenge or among the biggest challenges when you get to city council and start dealing with a new setup, a totally new structure? Well, you're talking about the structure where um, you have the Less. Bran- like a certain branch of government, certain rules, um, certain things that can be done within a city council, um, whether or not you can adjourn in the middle of a conversation, and it's not debatable, or, or the various rules. Exactly. I, um, it's like a, it, I, I hate to call it a game, but it is a game of chess, and there are pieces that are being moved around. And so it's going to be learning the rules of the game and how to play it well. I saw a, a city council meeting, which w- was very high in drama, but uh, unfortunately nothing got done. And this was in regards to the ordinance for the uh, methadone clinic. I am fully in support of trying to build a culture where people are able to go into treatment as soon as they recognize they have a problem without being stigmatized or shamed any worse than they already are feeling. Um, if we could work with police to make that happen, if even in the doctor's office somebody finds that they're changing their relationship to their opiate prescription, if they could get referred directly into treatment without being stigmatized before losing licenses, before losing their jobs, before having legal problems, before not being able to be pulled back from that edge 
where things really fall apart and it's very difficult to build a future. I would really love to see people not engage so much in a punitive system, but in a way of people want to do better. Give them the opportunity to do better. Give them the assistance that they need. And in a way, when you invest in people, they will bring about those changes that are needed in the community. Some of the best conversations I've had are with people who would not be listened to very frequently, you know, people that are very poor, sometimes people that are homeless, and sometimes they see things that the rest of us don't even see. You know, um, I would like to be listening to all people, not just the people that are considered very well educated, very well spoken, and have a lot of money. Those ideas are very important too, but we don't listen to everybody, and we do need to listen to everybody in order to make it work, um, and people have great ideas. I listened to one person who said they described Holyoke as being very wealthy on the hills, watching the valley as they, um, they are killing themselves, okay? That's a very sad image, and I would like to see people in the valley feel like, um, instead of having everything bad for them right in front of them, having everything that they need right in front of them. And there are social services that are dotted along there, but there are also, you know, plenty of places to buy scratch tickets, plenty of places to buy liquor, plenty of places to buy drugs, plenty of places to buy junk food you don't need if you have diabetes, you know, all of those things, rather than working with Nuestra Raices and bringing in healthy foods into these areas. I mean, wouldn't it be great if you were walking down the street and say, Instead of saying, I've got what you need right here, I've got really great parsnips. Do you want cherry tomatoes or beefsteak tomatoes or heirloom tomatoes? How do you want to fix your salad? You know, it would be a different culture altogether, and we could do that. We could. There are people already doing this. It needs to be bigger. bigger. It needs to be better. It needs to be brought to the forefront. Well, definitely in here, it shows a lot, your, your connection with your professional development and the way that you work with clients, with community. And I'm, I'm glad to listen that you are looking up to take all of this as part of your, of your care and your goals as city councilor at large. Also, you mentioned that you like to make this connection going door to door. So how is going to work your strategy for connecting with the community, especially letting people know who you are and what you are standing for? Um, I think it will take time and it will take that door-to-door contact. I think um, opportunities like this that I'm grateful for, the occasional press release that I, I have with Mass Live, that'll be helpful as well. If anybody wanted to pass on my flyer or, or pass on my information, if I've got people that are interested in passing that along, usually word of mouth is a really great way to do things. So uh, just um, just branching out a little bit at a time and getting the word out a little bit at a time. If more people start talking about it, then, then the better chance I will have. I, I, I look at it this way. I have about 20,000 voters that I need to reach that vote. And I'm hoping to, you know, you need at least 4,000 to vote for you. I'm shooting for 7,000. So it's going to be challenging because it is an at-large race and there are fewer seats. So it'll be an exciting time. I'm ready. I'm ready for all the challenges it brings and everything that I'm going to learn. It is great to hear that energy saying exactly that. I'm ready because... Possibly there is a lot of wisdom at the city council because of the experience of many of its members being there for so long. 
But I believe right now we need an infusion of fresh and new blood, fresh and new ideas, fresh and new engagement and ways to connect with the reality that we're living today that I think when you cannot reach some members of the city council because they don't even have an email, they don't believe that is a tool or a way of communicate that is effective for them, I guess that shows a big gap with the reality we are living today. Yes, and some people prefer phone numbers, you know, and some people prefer to be called. So um, people have different ways of communicating, obviously, but um, there needs to be more of an open door to communication, especially for people who are trying to make a difference in their communities, whether it be neighbor to neighbor or any of the many programs that are out there, that agencies that are operating separately. So it's a very exciting time. Talking about partnerships, uh, working together with different service providers and organizations and people in this city that are really involved and engaged with the community and its problems and, and looking up for ways to help and support, what do you think it could be for you a, a good way to maybe connect and create a network that could work in the same level of communication for a better service providing. Now that you mentioned, for example, education about the problem that we have with the epidemic on, on the opiates, educating not only the people involved with these problems, but the ones that they don't have the situations that they think it doesn't concern them. Oh, sure. I, I ran into somebody who said the opiate problem is not a concern for them at all. And I walked away from this thinking, wow, that's a very privileged position to be in because there's a lot of people that are touched by the opiate problem. As a matter of fact, there are, are, are several deaths caused by the opiate problem, and it doesn't take much for me to be reminded of that, you know, what a failed intervention looks like. The morgue is right across the hall, you know. Um, so it is shocking to me that people are not aware of this as a problem. I think that if we develop economic opportunity. That is something that will address everyone regardless of whether or not they are touched by the opiate crisis. This is something we'll, that will help everyone to feel more welcome in various areas of the city, throughout the city. I'd like to see less segregation and more people interacting with each other. It shouldn't be a separate Holyoke for the hills than it is for the downtown area. And if it is a pleasant place to go for people, that people feel that there's plenty of public safety, there should be no problem with people interacting more with their community and having their basic needs met by their community. So that's something I hope to see in the future and hope to help build. I don't know if I'll be able to do it all in my lifetime, but that, that would be something that I would love to participate in. So what are right now the plans? What is going to happen next? And how can people get involved, get connected, get to know you? Sure. I am on Facebook. So um, you can get a hold of me by email at A-L-O-I-S-I at large at gmail.com. So at large is spelled out A-T-L-A-R-G-E. You can also go to Facebook.com, capital C-M-T-2 the number two, elect, E-L-E-C-T. You can contact me that way. Also, 
I'm available to anybody who's involved in any of these agencies um, that I'm talking about. Um, I'm more than happy when I go around to hear what people have to say. And if you want to give me, or anybody would want to give me their email address, I'd be happy to forward them information. Um, we could exchange phone numbers that way, too, as well. So, And also as a way to provide this information and make it available for the audience, all this information is going to be available on the posting of this episode in our website, radioplasma.com, so that way you can look for Deborah's information and contact, so that way that's another bridge to get in touch with you. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. So basically now, I, I guess it is a great opportunity for you to address our audience in the city of Holyoke and let them know what are you going to do. What is it that I am going to do? Well, I want to see more more transparency in government. I would like to see that people understand what we are doing with the school budgets, etc., um, that we are getting things done instead of late filing and tabling a lot of things. I'd like to start people making, having people make decisions on a timely manner in a way that addresses the problems at hand. Um, we cannot hope for the schools to get better in one corner of our mouth and then be, have a lot of late filings on the budget in the other corner of our mouth. So it's really important for us to take care of our communities. That's number one. The basic social services, the agencies, working with the various agencies is going to be important, developing a better relationship with the agencies. We may not always agree with the viewpoints of the police, but hopefully we can have a conversation about what their experience is out there on the beat and think about what ways we want to improve the interaction with the police so that it doesn't feel so targeted, so there isn't a bad relationship in the downtown area, that there are opportunities to open up and communicate and talk about things like opiate addiction and really address the problem without feeling like something's going to really bad happen to an individual, especially if they come forward and say they need help. Um, I'd love to see those changes. Um, I'd love to see some long-term projects being done, especially with um, the buildings. I talked about the vacant structures. We need to have more community meetings about those vacant structures and what types of businesses do we want? What do we want in our community? What's going to create some opportunity? We need to put out there what we want and make it possible for the zoning to make those changes happen and to package those things in such a way that it would attract those types of businesses. Um, that's something that's very important. We need to attract those businesses and come off in a way that where we, we are business friendly. It's not acceptable to sell, say, the Lynch School and two years later not have any type of business in there and still have a vacant structure because we're not agreeing over zoning. That is not acceptable. Whether or not you agree with what type of business, it's, it's a matter of what business do you want to attract to that area. We need to start having those conversations. Well, I, I believe this is a great way to start having a clear idea and a clear understanding of what is what you have in mind, what is that concerns you, and also the reasons for you to actually being now running for city councilor at large for the city of Holyoke. So just to remind the audience about the dates and Absolutely. Love to. all of that part so they can be prepared, they can be aware, they can plan accordingly. Okay, so... Um, preliminary election, which will probably be necessary because of the, the smaller number of seats, will be happening on September 26th. You need to register to vote by September 6th to participate in that election. Okay. 
The municipal election will be happening Tuesday, November 7th. The last day to register for to participate in that election would be October 18th. So please keep those dates in mind and be involved. So we are also going to keep reminding ourselves of this information because this is really important. Regardless of who are you going to vote for, you have to be engaged. You have to vote. You have to let your voice and your opinion be heard and be represented because that's, that's what makes this, this system work. May I say that voter engagement is worth a thousand protests. This is your, your chance to tell the government what you want. So please make your voice heard. Well, Deborah, um, I don't know if there's anything else that you would like to add. I, I don't have anything else to add. I'm usually a clinician. I'm usually the one asking the questions and asking people to tell me about themselves and, and talk more. So that's really my approach. Usually, most of the time, I like to hear what people have to say. I want to bring together an assimilation of really great ideas and tell people about, what do you think of this idea? I heard it from this person. And get people to think and come to a decision together. And that's something that I really hope for. Well, thank you so much, Deborah, for allowing us to talk to you, for explaining and talk about your, your concerns and about your platform. I believe this is a great way to start this connection, utilizing a local podcast, which I believe is uh, another great way to show how much the city of Holyoke can do. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Well, this is all the time we have today for this session of the Radio Plasma podcast. This episode was produced at the Plasma Media Lab at the Gandara Youth Development Center in Holyoke, Massachusetts. The sound engineer for this session is Jose Saavedra. I'm Johan Rashi Vega. Thank you for listening. <laughs>